tonight on the Delirious Dad's Gaming Podcast. Sixteen years old and still scared of the dark. Oh, oh, geez. Uh, uh, we're in for a scary time tonight. Uh, 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 spooky, get, get your spooky pants on, man. Okay. It's all about a spooky house with the crazy rednecks. Good afternoon, good evening. It is time for the 37th episode, the official Halloween episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. We wanted to <laughs> we wanted to bring this one to you before Halloween, you know, give you ample time to get your seasonal listening in. Um, if you don't celebrate Halloween, then it's the fall episode that has nothing to do with fall stuff because... Or you can just say it's the spooky games. episode. Because even if you don't like Halloween, it's, you probably still like uh, scary things. Oh, uh, spooky. There you go. <laughs> I love that voice, Hunter. I do, so too. Good. I'm jealous of it, like, full on. Well, Makes I'm not. Me mad. I'm not, because I channel my inner Dracula. Chocula. Oh, okay. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Count Chocula. Yeah, so tonight's episode is going a little bit different uh, for everybody listening. We are going to basically talk about scary games. Horror oh, yeah. genre games. If you don't like those games, then this episode really isn't for you. Because we're going yep. in deep. We're talking scary games. <clears throat> so. And I've got a new baby. I haven't seen her yet because we're pre-recording this one. But this is true. I do have one in real time. When you're watching this, I've got a new baby. That's so that's crazy pretty cool. To think about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's almost like you're a time traveler in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're you're doing your thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, all that jazz. Well, mm-hmm. there's not going to be a lot of transitions in this episode. Actually, there's going to be none because there's really <laughs> not a reason to transition when you're only talking about horror stuff, yeah. you know? I mean, if so, we're all honest, the spookiest part of this episode is that there's no structure to it. Right. Very scary. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little bit different, uh, more free form. We're not going to be transitioning to different segments in this episode. Um, the news that we're about to cover here uh, is just going to be very quick news, uh, and it's not even really, you know, big news of the week. It's going to be Halloween related. Um, mm-hmm. The first thing I wanted to bust bust through real quick. Um, just wanted to let everybody know that Apex Legends uh, has announced that it's doing its Halloween event, its first ever Halloween event. So Sweet. to help celebrate uh, the Halloween season. Apex Legends will have a spooky event. It's called the Fight, mm. the Fight or Fright. Uh, it's going to be running from October fifteenth to November fifth. Um, the event will bring new skins, a limited team game mode, and other cosmetics. Um, the new game mode is called Shadowfall. Um, it will utilize Ooh, the, a whole new mode. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, just okay. for the event. Yep. Okay. Uh, it will uh, utilize King's Canyon map, uh, but with a nighttime twist. After 35 players drop, uh, drop in, anyone who is killed will turn into an undead version of their character. What? Yeah. Though they won't be able to use any of their skills when undead, they'll be faster and have strong melee attacks. Once, they're, once there are only 10 players left, the remaining players will have to team up to make it to an evacuation ship before the undead players get to them. That's cool. Oh, that's like that. really cool. Why isn't that just out. why isn't that just a game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Why... <laughs> um it's funny some of those side games like that do catch on though. Like yeah. remember Call of Duty Zombies back in the day was just like a little eh, and then all of a sudden it was like people just loved it. It was expected. It's like we want every game to have that. Every game you really mm-hmm. should have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all the limited time cosmetics for this event um, are also going to be obtain- ad- obtainable via straight up purchasing them through crafting or um, from buying event Apex packs. Uh, this... Oh, so you have to pay for this event? Well, no, just for the items in it. Like uh, they got like a clown costume. Oh, okay, okay. Got... You can still participate without paying them. Right, right. Yep. Okay, cool. But they have they have different stuff. They got like a Frankenstein looking outfit. They've got a Dracula outfit. All right. Um, different things you can put your characters in for the different characters. Um, nice. Yeah. So, man, that's going to be awesome. Uh, from October 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time until October 28th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, players will be rewarded double XP for placing in the top five in those game modes. Um, they've also have some weapon skins. So uh, some of these look like like Dracula themed weapons. Uh, they got one that looks like maybe a scarecrow, okay, a scarecrow type pistol. Um, zombie so, skin. Come on now. And I don't. They have the Frankenstein one, which kind of looks zombie-ish, but not quite. That looks not like full it's, on zombie. No, it looks like this is the Samoan too. It looks like. I guess you don't need a zombie skin because you're about to be a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about gun skins for some reason. My bad. Well, no, they did have gun skins as well. They didn't oh, have any okay. zombie theme, but looked like Dracula and, and some other stuff. Um, so also, don't forget, just a little reminder, you have Overwatch, um, their Terror, um, I believe it's Terror Nights or something like that. Their Halloween okay. event will be launching as well. Um, so you definitely want to check that out. They usually have new skins. They do a Junkrat, um, like a zombie style. It's, like a four-player co-op campaign. You fight robots that are like zombies. Do you know when both of these start? Um, Not the Overwatch one. They haven't. They just release it. Okay. The rumor going around is because it it didn't come out on the 8th, so the rumor is it's going to come out on the 15th. Okay. By the time you're listening to this, um, it's probably already launched. Okay. Yep. And that happens to be the same day that they're launching the Switch on, or not the Switch, the Overwatch Nintendo Switch Legendary Edition. Gotcha, gotcha. So they're probably timing that on purpose. Right. Um, let's see here. Uh, also, World of Warcraft, if you like Warcraft, they have a Halloween event as well. Um, that is starting... Had it pulled up here. October 18th to November 1st. Um, that's just a event as well where the Headless Horseman comes and he attacks the world of Azeroth, mainly the um, smaller cities around the capital cities like okay. Goldshire, 
um, places like that. You can go fight him in Warcraft if you're playing World of Warcraft right now. Probably some specific loot related, I mean, yep. just mission related loot. Yeah. Yep. You can go and actually fight the Headless Horseman at max level, and he okay. drops loot when you kill him. So he's got a, his own special Halloween dungeon. Nice. They also decorated, don't they, with pumpkins and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's pumpkins mm-hmm. everywhere, and they do it up big. Also in Overwatch, they redo some of their maps in Halloween as well. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Yeah. So that's kind of the Halloween news that I you know, saw worth it. I know um, Fortnite uses it as a Halloween event as well, so be on the lookout for theirs. So I think that's all the games I can think of that do anything Halloween-related specifically. Yeah. That kind of stuff's getting more and more popular. Back in the day, the only game that ever did events was World of Warcraft. Yeah. Now now it's like, you know, with the way the games are constantly getting updates and all that, they do these themes and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's worth it. I mean, yeah. gosh. I think it's a good idea. It makes the game feel more alive. You're celebrating mm-hmm. a holiday while playing a game, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah. It's really neat. Um, So we'll go ahead and start the format we're going to be doing... <clears throat> We're basically going over some top games, um, top horror games of all time. I'm pulling oh, from yeah. Games Radar. Um, they have 20 listed. We're probably not going to go over all 20 because just a lot of games. Right. Um, so I'm probably going to pick from games that are more well-known or, or things we've played or heard of so that we have things to talk about. Right. Um, we don't have to go into details on all of them either. You know what I mean? If you right. think it's one that's worth mentioning that we haven't played, I'd like to hear that, too. Right. Well, number 20 for them is Lone Survivor. Um, okay. This is a, <clears throat> this is a Silent Hill-style uh, 2D-type game. Okay. And you basically 2D. go... Yeah, it's 2D. It's like a platformer. That's weird. Um, yeah. Silent Hill 2D. Hmm. Yep. Well, the name of the game is Lone Survivor, but... It's, I got you. They, they say yeah, it's right. like Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how that would work. Yeah. 2D. Yeah, they say that uh, you go come in contact with creeping monstrosities. They scrape down barely lit, barely lit corridors. Uh, the world seems to shift around you, and you can never quite trust your surgical mask protagonist um, that he's the good guy or not. So, hmm. has kind of you know some different elements to it. Or a never heard of that one. Yeah, the the artwork's pretty neat looking as well. Um, number 19 is a well-known game. Uh, it's Fear. This yep. game is the first-person shooter. Um, it was heavier on the shootout action than most horror games. Um, while its arsenal of weaponry gets more brutal, wall-pinning, weaponized railway spikes, um, all these things come into play. Uh, Fear's best scares came about when you're riding um, the high after clearing out a room, for instance, and then the little creeper girl shows up. Yes. So. Is that the one where you can change form or you have, like, a partner in one of them? Like, you, it's co-op. Remember me and you tried a game like no, that? No, this one isn't the, co-op. It's uh, not? Yeah. No. Okay. No. That's the one I'm thinking in my See, head. It has it was... a little girl, and it looks like the grudge girl. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. And oh, okay. Yeah, and she's straight up just... You know, phases in and out, and very ghostly. Okay. I've never played it personally, but I played it. That's not what I'm thinking of. Mm. I'm thinking of a game me and you tried, Clint. I think once, and we we didn't like it that much, if I remember right. And I think there was two characters. One, one was maybe like a spirit or something like that. But the, I think the cover was like a split down in their face, and it said something like fear. It was a short name, 
Okay. And one side was blue, one side was red. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I rem- was vaguely remember. No, no, no. No, because one it was of the more older Far Cries, you could play two player, and one of you was the monster, and one of you was the person. No, this wasn't Far Cry. I do remember they had different abilities. Like one person could maybe, like they they could manipulate time, and the other person could manipulate space, or something mm-hmm. like that. Gotcha. Anyways, go on. Well, number eighteen in this one, uh, played plenty of, is uh, Condemned Criminal Origins. Oh, this, that was a good one. Yep. I remember playing this one on the Xbox 360 back in the day. Yeah. Um, kind of a, a cool cross between you, you start out as a um, detective-type policeman. You come across a murder. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. kind of Hannibal style, like a Hannibal Lecter-style killing. Mm-hmm. Um, you go through the game. It's darkly lit. They do a very good play on sounds all around you. You come across c- criminals that look like they're on drugs. As you uh, go through the game, the the story changes dramatically. It gets crazier as you go in. Has a lot of jump scares. Uh, very. I think effective. that was the first first game maybe that I ever played that had that full on, like your flashlight is all you can see. Yeah. Like a, usually your flashlight brightens things, but if I remember right in that game, it's like black mm-hmm. outside of where your flashlight in certain rooms, not the whole game. Yeah. Or that'd be annoying, right. but there are certain rooms that were that way. Yeah, I remember that was intense in those kind of areas. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. I liked did, it. Did you get to play this one, Hunter? Do you remember I, this one at all? I remember playing a little bit of it, but I didn't play through it or anything. Okay. To me, it was the first horror game that ever captured um, a sim- cinematography feel. You know, we had mm-hmm. played the Resident Evils and things like that, but they were always fixed camera. And this was one of the first games that came out on 360, especially in the horror genre. And so, you know, they really stepped it up. Uh, on that iteration of of games, and so it was the first game that I was like, man, I feel like I'm actually in a movie, not mm-hmm, playing yep. a game. Had a so, whole different vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number seventeen on the list is Fatal Frame Two, Crimson Butterfly. Um, I never played that one. That mm-hmm. one's freaky. You played that really? one. All right, tell us a little bit about it. You have to use like camera, your camera, to see these ghosts. That's why it's called Fatal Frame. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I remember I didn't play through the whole thing, but one of my friends had it on Wii, I think. Okay. Wii, mm-hmm. And he played with it, and you like aim it with the controller and stuff, and you'd have to take like you hold the controller like this, like it's a camera. And you look around, mm-hmm. and okay. on the screen, you could you could see something was going on, but not till you put the camera up on it could you see the ghost. So it was mm-hmm. kind of freaky. Uh, so it and made you, you focus. Fight through. the ghost is like you would flash them with the camera or something like that. I don't remember. It's been so long, but. It was freaky because something wasn't there, and then it was when you put the camera up, and it would really freak you out. It was mm-hmm. one of the first games that did stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm, now, that's a different vibe. Now, could the ghost attack you on that one? Yes. Okay. Because I remember I played the original Fatal Frame way back in the day, um, and it was kind of it was the same, but I'm sure this one had more um, add-ons and things to it that made it more maybe action In-depth. Mm-hmm. But I remember that one being very scary and me having a hard time playing it. For that mm. very reason, they force you to they force you to look it right in the face, and that's the only way you can kill it. <laughs> right. Mm. Yep. So uh, you couldn't just run past it. Nope. Uh, number 16 on our list is Little Nightmares. This is... Um, Never heard of that, that one, too. Yeah. Little that's Nightmares. A very cool game. Yeah. It says it's uh, a strange little little nightmare, strange world, uh, but it is a darkly unpleasant one. 
uh, and certainly not suitable for kids unless you want to scare them, scar them for life. Focusing on a strange little character in Yellow Mac, uh, you have to escape the mall. A never really explained location full of snuffling, twitching, grotesque creatures out to get you. Now, while it has issues, some frustrating perspectives and controls mainly, uh, the horrible atmosphere and revolting cast still make this great a great horror experience. Hmm. One, one minute you're trying to sneak past a contorted blind man's impossibly long arms, the next you're running from a tidal wave of flopping obese restaurant gluttons. It's, disturb, it's disturbingly beautiful and framed with all the love and care of a twisted animated movie. And it's really huh. pretty. It's like a pretty. It's it's weird, but it's. I, I know don't what you're saying. I've ever seen um. Uh oh, what is that called? Inside. That, mm-hmm. that one we talked about a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then uh, I forget the other one that they made too. Isn't a lot older, but uh, it's it's like a side-scrolling thing like that, and it's pretty cool. Puzzle game type thing. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Looks but it neat. Is scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one on the list is Alan Wake, number fifteen. Um, me and Ryan have talked about this one quite a bit, so. We won't talk about it a ton, just because we've mentioned it several times in the previous podcast. But uh, it's another one that was kind of had its scary moments to it. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was really unique. Mm-hmm. My biggest disappointment was the fact that the other episodes didn't come out. Yeah. That, that we were promised. Or they did well, now, I guess. But back then they didn't or something. It was so long in between. and so Right. Um, at that just kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. But I did like the idea of killing things with your flashlight. It kind of had the fatal frame approach to it, um, where you had to point something on the creature to actually kill it, Mm -hmm. and you had to focus it down. Um, They did a good job with gloominess, and they did a good job with, what do you call it, uh, sounds. Atmosphere. That Mm -hmm. game was, yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, Hunter, you never never played that one, right? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, the next one on our list, uh, I know you've seen this one, because we've talked about it before. Um, Number 14 is Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Mm -hmm. I've even played a little bit of that too. Okay, and what did you think? Very scary, or? I thought it was. I think there's a lot of build up in that game, and it's very simple. Like, the atmosphere can be scary, but at the same time, it gets like repetitive. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, but it is. I mean, it, it does get tense sometimes because you're avoiding these monsters, and and uh, you, you know. Anytime you're avoiding a monster and it starts getting close and you can tell it is, then you freak out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was going to no... say. There's different kinds of scary. There's jump yeah. scare games. There's intense games. There is games that are just really eerie, like they're just dark feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and different games fit different categories within the scary. It's not, you know what I mean? For me, like Alan Wake is a completely different game than, say, Dead by Daylight, like we're playing right now. I'd say mm-hmm. they're both scary games. But nothing alike. Yeah. Yeah, and Amnesia isn't um, jump scary. It's also not... I mean, there's a couple things that, like, bang, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, like, something pops up on your whole screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, it's not, like, overly gory or, um, like, super, like you said, like, gruesome to make you, like, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's eerie, and it keeps you on edge, because you know... There's not a lot of, it's a bunch of corridors, it's like you're underground in a castle, and 
if you have a monster come upon you in the hall, you know that you're pretty much done because you can't mm. you can't go anywhere. You know, it's mm-hmm. like there's, right. there's little places you can hide, and that's about it. So yeah, okay, pretty cool game though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. I just never had a chance to play it. I think what makes it good too is all the mods, so mm-hmm. that you can play. Mm. Yeah, that does make a huge difference. Modded games. Mm-hmm. Gives them life. I mean, that's why Skyrim's still around to this day. <laughs> yeah. With all the modding. Um, it's funny you say that, though. Uh, you're talking about that one game that I played, which is number 13 on their list, is Until Dawn. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever got to get into that game. Nope, I've never I played play that one. personally, but I watched a playthrough mm-hmm. on it. So, cool. yeah, I mean, it's like a storytelling game. Yeah, it wasn't the biggest horror game that ever made it in the gaming mm-hmm. industry. But they used a lot of good, um, uh, I would say, mechanics to the game in the sense of this game is totally story-driven. So um, the entire game has a butterfly effect to it. You make a decision, and that's going to affect the story going forward. What I really liked about this game is it gives you a lot of uh, a variety of cast to play with, um, of these characters. A lot of different characters. Mm -hmm. Okay. And depending on how you play them, you can get characters killed on accident. Oh, okay. Uh, even main characters, characters that you think are going to be mainstays in the story, can get mm-hmm. killed in this game. Mm-hmm. And, I like that. Um, not you can to give... much kill off everybody, can't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can all not And then you can save everybody, too. Mm-hmm. So this game... That's interesting. Yeah, so this game has like a, a lot of different endings. I only played a couple different endings. It is effective in being scary, um, the story itself, uh, spoiler alert, you might mute mute this for just a second if you're listening. Um, spoiler alert on this, it starts off, and in the trailer it suggests that you're being hunted by a killer. Like a one single killer. Mm-hmm. As the story unfolds though, you realize that's not true. There actually is real creatures and killers mm. in the game that come after okay. you. And so there's a, a like a subplot, I guess, so to speak to the game yeah and it they released their second game just recently i don't know if you saw that but mm-hmm. it's the same mechanic and everything it's called i think it's called the men of madon or something okay. like that okay hmm. and it takes place in a boat but if you didn't catch on yet these are all they've based both of their games so far on some legends mm, okay okay um, yeah because this one's based on the yeti right or the it's no, it's the Wendigo or something like that. Yeah, Wendigo, yeah. And then uh, this new one that came out was actually based on a sailor's tale that uh, apparently so many years ago it's factual. They found a boat, and all the people on it were dead. And, oh. Like, uh, it was drifting out in the Indian Ocean, and um, they don't know if there was they were carrying a deadly gas that got released or what, but all the sailors were dead. And it was a siren. Facial expressions looked like they just seen the most horrific thing they've ever seen in their life. They were all, like, frozen, scared. Like, mm-hmm. And they were all just corpses on this ship, but they were all, you know. And That's so creepy. They don't know if it was real or, I mean, the reports were from sailors that were the real deal, but what had happened is they figured out there was a leak on the ship. Everybody got off of it real fast, and then it blew up and sunk to the bottom of the ocean. So mm. it's obviously a cursed boat because... Not only did it kill everybody on it, but it sunk to the bottom of the shit, uh, bottom of the sea before. Huh. Or didn't like could to be saved. Check it out. Yeah. You know, I heard a thing on that. You talking about like ghost ships and things. You hear mm-hmm. about them old stories. Um, 
And I was watching a, uh, it was like a documentary type deal where a scientist was explaining there are certain things out in the ocean when water hits just right, depending on fog and like when storms and different things are rolling in, mm -hmm. um, you can actually see uh, mirages kind of like in the desert. Right. Um, and so they said that explains a lot of the ghost ship stories that you hear, the legends of ghost ships, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, you know, they said it depended on, I guess, atmospheric changes um, out on sea that they would. Or it's a convenient scientific explanation for a conspiracy that's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I was trying to well, throw a little, you know, a little science in there, but yeah, yeah. If, you, yeah. if you want to go I mean, on the other spectrum, yeah, it could right. be just a ghost ship but, or uh, demons. Like this, this story, <laughs> on this story, they actually got out and was walking around the ship, though, so. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a little anyways, different. Just, just a little clip. Uh, it seems like they're, they're, the, the topics they're going for are off of, like, old legends, which is cool. I like right. that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's really cool. And I kind of like piratey stuff. I wish there was more of that kind of scary pirate stuff. Mm -hmm. I like, I like that kind of lore. Uh, there I are... think if there, I think if there was a game that was not to get off the of scary, but if there was a game that was like a, a really in-depth pirate RPG that had yeah. to do with like yeah. different clans and different you know leaders of these different pirate ships and treasures that everybody is going for at the same time and. Uh, kind of some old lore like that. I think that would be like pretty cool. Like a multiplayer one? Yeah. yeah like an open cool. world, you know. You they should did... try... Um, what is that one uh, called? There is Assassin's a pirate one. Assassin's Creed. That... Black Flag. Yeah, but isn't it more it's single player, It's not multiplayer. Though? It's single player, but you might like it because you go and mm. find stuff. And then there's a new one that came out that's really cartoony, though, and it's a pirate game, and you can play yeah. with your friends online. We should look into that because you have your own crew. Like, it would be us on a crew, and we mm -hmm. would go treasure mm. hunting and... Then you fight like sea creatures that are yeah, legends, that'd be fun. like the Kraken and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a little more cartoony, but I. It's get called into Sea it. of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have yeah. seen that. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you guys like uh, the Dark Souls style games, another one that's on their list for number twelve is Bloodborne. Uh huh. It's hmm. a good yeah. one. It's a good action RPG that's built around um, the horror genre. You know, scary characters. So you know what the scariest part of that game is, is the saving mechanic on it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's hardcore. You, you know, it's like you have to find. I don't know if you ever see the jokes or the memes on Facebook about the, or I mean, on the internet about like even just uh, uh, Dark Souls, but you have to find the bonfire, and that's how you save. Mm, but yeah. you know, if you kill tons of enemies and you don't get to the bonfire and die they all come back and you start where you were oh like, yeah jeez. yeah so it's super hardcore it's just rough. like just like dark souls then <clears throat> yep. well number 11 on games radars list is resident evil 4 um mm. this is actually one i didn't play because i didn't have um didn't have the gamecube or not gamecube was it gamecube yeah not i think black. so because because I didn't play it either, and I didn't have GameCube, and I was a Resident Evil fan big time yeah, back then. I think they had it on PS3. Did they? Okay, that's what They might have. Maybe. I was an Xbox guy at that time, so that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because the next one we played was, uh, we played 3, and then I think 5, which was the co-op yeah. one. Yeah. So maybe that that's is when it kind of went. Yep. They did a remake for PS4. I have it, actually. Oh, really? Oh, really? Really. 
I might have to borrow that sometimes. Cause I, I how is it, how is it in comparison to, like, number two? I don't like it. I, it's more arcadey again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Like, it yeah. went in that arcade. Right. I mm-hmm. think it's super arcade. In fact, there's been, I swear, there's been arcade games made out of that, that game. <laughs> oh, really? Shooters, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But that's, got... that's how number five was for me. It was still fun, but it wasn't Resident <laughs> Evil. It was like a whole other game. Oh, it's super dude, it was a zombie game. But... The, the angles are fixed in that one, too, and they're worse than the older ones, so it's like oh, it's really? super sick. Yeah, tight, mm-hmm. tight, tight, like poor, like angles and stuff. It's hard mm. to explain. Huh. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I think, maybe, no, no, it's not quite fixed, but it's the way it is. It's like over... It's over the I shoulder. That, I take that back. It's not fixed. It's right over the shoulder. Right on his head, though. They put it in a weird close. angle. Yeah. yeah. And then when you turn, <clears throat> like, you have to turn really quick for enemies. They make it hard for you to way, evade. Yeah, there's a way you can turn, and he turns straight behind him, and, like, all that camera movement, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Well, do you, you're talking about arcade games. Do you guys remember the like House of the Dead? Yeah. Back in the day, the arcade games at like the movie yes. theaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love those games. Back in the day, those graphics were pretty good. Oh yeah, uh, they, they were. The time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we must we must be kind of a horror movie or horror game snobs a little bit. I think a lot of our big stories are definitely we're almost at the top ten. So yeah. we don't play, you know, down ten to twenty. Like, yeah, you're like, you're like, I know it's got to be in here somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, number ten, number ten, just so you guys, number, top ten here. One we were talking about earlier, Dead Space made it. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. here number, we are, we're in number number ten, Dead I'm Space. That's so low on the list. I know, right? Well, heck? Dead Space, but that's probably because it's a scare jump. I mean, it's, it is. I guess it's eerie too. It's intense. But it's when you first get Dead Space, even the like when me and Clint first got it, we didn't know it was a. I remember we were looking up online saying, "What other good scary games are there?" That's how me and Clint found mm-hmm. it, and we were mm-hmm. like, "Dead Space is a horror game." Yep. Like we, we didn't were, even know. We researched it, and then we're like, "Well, I guess we'll go to GameStop and buy it because that's what you yep. did back in the ga- day, guys." Right. <laughs> I think it just gets so intense, like your mm-hmm. atmosphere oh, yeah. is gloomy and creepy, and then you realize, you know, you only have a certain set of ammo, mm-hmm. a certain mm-hmm. amount of health, and oh yeah, yes, yeah. and that's another. That's another one that, that, that it's another one that does sound really well. Yes. Does sound really mm-hmm. really well, um, and really I think has in that, that game, spook house kind of feel to it. In that game, you can have infinite ammo, and you're still under tons of pressure. Mm-hmm. If you go into a room and there's more than three creatures, and it's like all of a sudden it gets option, super serious. But I don't think it's very powerful. You have to shoot him quite a bit with that. Yeah. I think. Oh, I didn't know it had that. an option. I just mean the game is intense no matter what ammo you have in the sense of. I don't remember. You can die. I know. I know there it was, was... Li- it was limited though. I remember because it was it kind of had that Resident Evil style, that old school style to it. Oh yeah, the, no, the okay. game was dead. Yeah, you'd run out all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you were, you were, you had to be real yeah, careful on those bolts and stuff like that. What I'm yeah, saying yeah. is, even if it were unlimited, it would still be an intense game because that's mm-hmm. just how that fighting mechanics were in that game. I know was... what I was thinking. There's a thing that you can upgrade your gun where you pick things up. That's mm-hmm. unlimited, but it takes a lot of work, and you got to find the right things to shoot at them. With the, it's like a oh really gravity, it pulls it up, and then you yeah. can just shoot it at them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, and that was also the thing about that game that I liked. You could upgrade your armor, your suit, in the way that you wanted to. Mm-hmm. 
and it really did matter because it was like, well, do I want to do health? Do I want to do power? Like, yep, it affected you know? the way you could play big time. Mm -hmm. Yep, I remember that because I remember there being a couple times we saved it, realized mm -hmm. that the way we built that last perk wasn't really working well for that part of the game. Yep. Yep. I was like, all right, well, let's go back to that old load point. And we got to replay. Yep. Re, yeah, restack these talents. And that was another way that game was a lot like Resident Evil because you had to, it was hard to save. It was, you know, you went through a lot before you got to a save point. Mm -hmm. But then if you saved it and you had done something wrong too far back, it was devastating. Mm -hmm. It was one of those like, oh, no. What did I remember we that do? for sure. Now, yeah. Hunter, did you play? did you play past number two? Did you play no, number three? I no. stopped on two also because I got stuck on a part and I never finished. Okay. I played I played about a quarter or a third into three not too long ago with uh, Morgan, a friend of mine from church. And so How we were that? playing that one. It was good. Yeah. yeah. It was intense. Uh, it kind of throws you in a little bit faster than yeah. it did when we played. Um, but I, I remember it was good. One of my favorite experiences playing that game with you because we were just loving it was that night, uh, if you remember, Alan came over. Mm -hmm. And he was either, like I was saying, he was either 15 or 16 at the time. And Alan, you guys obviously who are listening, you well, don't my, know. He's a and my nephew came too. My little nephew yeah. who wouldn't yeah. touch it. He wouldn't touch the game. And uh, Alan, even back then at 15 or 16, was probably over 300 pounds and six foot two. I mean, he's a big dude. He looked like an and, adult. Uh, you wouldn't have knew he was a teenager. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But that dude was so scared. Like, he wasn't even playing. He couldn't play. It was too scary. I remember it was so funny that he was that. He, and you could tell he just never played any horror games before that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, only shooters and some things like yeah. that. Yeah. And it was like. Uh, he was like on his phone. I, he was like doing other things to not look at the screen. Yeah, until like, nah, till we finally know. realized, oh, it's not because he's not interested. It's because he's getting too scared. You <laughs> know, that was funny it's when too, I realized. It's now, too you intense. Guys, you guys have to be honest because I've been here before. You get to a part on a horror game where, like, you just stop. Yeah, you got to put like, the controller down, take a break. I'm not going to walk in this room. Like, I can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been in the same room with my brother watching me, and I'm like, I'm going to have to have you walk in this room. Like, mm -hmm. just, I'll watch, but I can't use a controller right now and walk into this room. Because I'm uh, just. Yeah. We need to have a Resident Evil 7 VR party over here one night yeah. and record that yeah. sucker. Just that the, game is crazy. Because that's. Uh, I'll throw up. That's scary. Yeah, but that one doesn't like it induces a little bit of VR sickness, but Not I think like it's Skyrim. more so the more so the scariness of it because it's yeah. a whole different, you know, it's a whole different thing. They're actually there, and you know, oh it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. different. There's no escaping it. Like you go to move your head. That's the thing about mm -hmm. VR. On that, you go to close your eyes and turn your head, and they're still there. <laughs> they're still yeah. grabbing you. You know, it's yeah, it's intense. That's probably the scariest experience I ever had. I'm sure that game's probably later on in this list. Um, number they nine. Start, oh, oh go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say they need to start doing some haunted houses like that, but have like a, it's a game and then it's a, like a 4D experience. So they have actors who touch you at the right time. So like augmented like reality kind of? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be sweet. I'd be down for that. I'd pee my pants probably. I would do it in a heartbeat. Speaking of getting your heartbeat up, number nine, Soma. Uh, Soma. I've heard of this, uh, and I've also I seen never this. played this one. Uh, Soma has its problems, largely from clumsy stealth sections, uh, but it also has, hands down, one of the most unpleasantly disturbing stories of anything in the list. To explain why it would ruin it, but this plays with the ideas of consciousness, 
and what makes you, you, in a terrifying way. When you're not exploring the rusting, decrepit, uh, undersea base of Pathos 2, you're playing with some pretty heavy metaphysic concepts uh, fit to give you nightmares. Mm, this is, I want to check that out. That yeah, sounds fun. This is a world filled with broken machines full of glitching human consciousness and sli slimy growths uh, mm. that expands and grows into something terrible. And the longer you spend exploring the undersea and biotech elements make a Bioshock comparison hard to avoid. But while there are similarities, man's hubris and science pushed too far, especially uh, this is far more unpleasant and ethically shocking. The mm. new safe mode means you can also now play it just for the story. Finish mm. it and see if you can sleep after. Mm. So that's interesting. That they put in a safe mode. I'm so pretty sure I know the storyline to it. And yeah. it's pretty good. I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but it's a cool Yeah, don't ruin it because I'm interested in that it's one. It's one of those guys that has a really, really good twist at the end of it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, number eight for them, and I question this one. Uh, they have uh, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood listed as number eight, which is the VR exclusive Until Dawn. Um, it's the roller coaster. It's basically a ro roller coaster simulator with guns, um, <laughs> but they play they play off of all the characters and creatures and different things from mm -hmm. Until Dawn is what they're doing. Okay, I've played um, that in VR. But my brother has it on his VR, mm -hmm. and surprisingly enough, it's pretty freaking scary. Yeah, I mean it's scary, but it's scary because of VR, right? I it's mean, it's cheap. I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's cheap scares because VR and how big the things are in mm -hmm. that in mm -hmm. that ride. Mm -hmm. It really makes you feel like you're so. So they're, that's what I'm saying. They're rating it's it's almost just a jump scare game. Yeah. It's kind of a yeah. 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 I think the scariest part is at the end of the roller coaster. There's this big clown guy and he mm -hmm. stands up like you're you stop at the end of the roller coaster and like you're this little and my head's the clown and he just comes up like this and you're like oh my god mm, yeah. he's so and in vr it looks that big you're oh like, there mm. i've i've had the game i beat the whole thing uh you eventually go into hell really yeah my the one i played with hell. the one i played was just a uh demo the demo yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, I got the the full game for Christmas. Mikhail got it for me, and I played that sucker all the way through. And hmm. the very last one, you actually go into um, their version of like hell, you know, and the character is nasty, demonic looking, and that. I'm have to check that one out. It is pretty scary. So, um, I but I think but I think it wins the award of number eight because of the VR, not because right. of any ground breaking right, right, right to it. Hey, I have a website that you can get games on for cheaper. It's called hrkgame.com, and uh, Soma is on there right now for six ninety nine. So. Ooh, okay. nice, seven bucks. That's not bad. Number seven. I've seen this game. I've not played it, Hunter. I don't know if you played it, but I know you've seen it. And Ryan, you've probably heard of it. Outlast, number mm -hmm. seven on the list. Um, I played a little bit of it and watched somebody complete that game. I have not. I've never even heard of it. Oh, really? Ooh. Well, in that case, uh, this is a first-person trek through a settling, uh, a setting literally no one in real life would willingly check out. It takes place in an old asylum that seems abandoned, but also strangely very active. At night, in the mountains, miles from help, 
Um, the setup alone is perfect for a horror fodder, but it plays out like found footage of the game. Uh, mm. So it's like a found found footage type, you know, feel to it. Right, right, um, right. And it has some crazy stuff in it. Creatures, you know, they look almost zombified, but they're not. They have intelligence to them. Um, I know there's a scene where you come up on a doctor that's like, you know, working on people's limbs, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. He ends up coming after you, and it just, it's a very scary game. They have a, a whole point where they're chasing you through this the asylum, and the guy's just constantly running, having to find doors, mm. find little uh, nooks and crannies to crawl through to get away from these characters that are after him. It's, and it's primarily based on having to, like, traverse through the dark using night vision on your camera. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, like you said earlier with the flashlight, except it's complete night vision. When you put the camera down, you can't see anything. It's pitch black. Mm-hmm. You put it back yeah. up, and it's... So, it's pretty creepy. Mm. Yeah, and they make it to where the creatures definitely look scary on the night vision. Yeah, I think they're Their just all crazy and... people. Yeah, it's almost like they're zombified on drugs, kind of. I get what you're saying. All... It's in the asylum, so they're all insane, but they kind of look like they got a plague too, or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really like gross. Something experimental type on. stuff has been going on. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, um, yeah. So that's one that I actually would still be willing to buy and play on Steam or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, from yeah. one of Hunter's websites. That one also has a big twist at the end of it. Does that's it? A good one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it when they when they play with things like that. Number six is Silent Hill Two. Um, this was oh, a yeah. PlayStation 2 classic. Dude. Most um, of the here's, Hills get me. Here's what's funny. I was trying to remember just, just uh, yesterday when I was thinking about this episode. I was thinking, you know, I have a lot of very distinct memories from Resident Evil. But I liked Silent Hill like just as much back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like They were both just super scary. Loved them. But I don't have very many specific memories from Silent Hill. I remember what characters looked like. I remember what some of the scary scenes were but i don't remember moments that much from that game for some reason mm. like certain things that were hard to overcome or surprised me or i just remember being super scared of it like yeah. it was definitely a good game one of my favorites and i i don't know it kind of had a feel to me and maybe it's because i was little but uh silent hill one it felt like it was a little more free like i felt like um resident evil was always tighter in your quarters yeah, more, and things. more linear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had the mansion where you went through quarters. You had number right. two where you went through quarters, uh, corridors. Um, and I felt like on Silent Hill, like there was the whole scene where you're running through the city in the mm-hmm. snow and mm-hmm. you can't see anything in front of you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And that, to me, was very terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then going into the buildings and it being pitch black and not being able to see. Yeah, I think, I think that's probably why I didn't push myself through. And obviously Silent Hill had a little more of a, a spirit vibe to it, which is mm-hmm. a different kind of scary than zombies or creatures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it was very effective. Number two was even more effective. And so I think. Yeah. It, number two was, was real good for me. Yeah. So I think it belongs on the spot for number six. I think. I agree. Now they're doing, doing well oh, yeah. here. So top five. What do we think the number five pick is, guys? Well, let, let, yeah. What 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 do we think? If Silent Hill is there, I think Resident Evil Two is coming real soon. Hunter, number five. Um, I don't know, brother. 
It was uh, it was Resident Evil two, three. Yeah. Oh, Ryan got it then. Yeah. I, I've just oh, always thought that those two games were like big competitors with each other. So yeah. on the list, I would see them following right with each other. Yeah. Ryan well, was like Resident Evil two. He didn't say anything. And I just rambled <laughs> on. It doesn't look like Resident Evil two is on the rest of the list either. So it looks like they probably just chose this one. You know, right. Kind of solidifies both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But we we did a complete review on this game. Um, number two is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Graphic graphics on that game are phenomenal. Definitely. Yeah, scary. you're talking about the remake of two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Loved it. We got to, need it. to finish it. Yep. Yeah, we do need to finish it. Got to see Hunter jump like a little schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. It was great. That that brings me to one of my second favorite stories. That uh, you know, Resident Evil Two, I think might have been. I think I got three games with my PlayStation when I first got PlayStation for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I think Resident Evil 2 is one of them. And that's when I fell in love with horror games. That was my first horror game. And I was just like, this is on. And mm-hmm. I can't. I don't think I played Resident Evil 1 before I played Resident Evil 2. Just Resident Evil 2 is where I started. And uh, I remember the um, freaking, what do you call it? That liquor Mm-hmm. Busting through the glass mm-hmm. in the police station, right? And that was by far, like, I didn't even know a game could scare me like that mm-hmm. because I had not been in that genre, really. And I remember, you know, luckily, back then, you jump back, you know, and I ripped the cord out of the PlayStation because everything was corded, and it paused it. it. <laughs> so that would actually save you. And I'm like, ooh, that was one of those moments, like, Hunter's talking about, I don't know if I can unplug i don't know if i can plug back in i don't know if i can hit the start button like mm-hmm. what the freak do we do yeah, yeah it was all bad <laughs> where, yeah, that where, was serious where, where we go from here yeah mm-hmm. do i want to keep pushing it there's plenty of times i had to play that game with the lights on door open so that if something mm-hmm. too bad happened i could run to my parents like <laughs> yeah. i had a, i had an escape route ready because it was so realistic looking for a kid uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That game was... I kind of missed my window, but with Silent Hill, I remember staying over at my cousin's house and mm-hmm. playing that, you know, and and I was always the type of kid where, like, while we're playing it, I was big, beefy, like, yeah, this yeah. is fine. I, I'm fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when the night came, it's time to go to bed, and all the lights went off, I would just think about it. Just sit there <laughs> and think. And if I had to go to the bathroom, if I had, if I needed a drink, it had to wait till the morning, because I pictured well, outside yeah. that door... The walls were turning rusty like Silent yep. Hill. There was all those monsters out in the dark. Oh, yeah. oh and see, gosh. that's one of the elements that Silent Hill, like as scary as Resident Evil was, you knew there was no real licky monsters. Mm-hmm. You knew there yeah. was no real zombies. Silent Hill had that. When you add the spiritual stuff to it, spirit it's got a different kind of scare. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, yep, you'd be scared walking in the dark after yeah. that one for sure. You're like, I'm definitely I'm definitely on an old uh, Indian barrel, burial ground. They're going to come back for their... <laughs> The revenge, and I'm gonna be the poor, poor soul stuck in the middle. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't me; it was my ancestors. <laughs> hey, you know, a movie, which me and you, I think, talked about this on the podcast, right? A movie that did that for me was the old school Night of the Living Dead, black and white. Oh man, that one was rough. I watched that what? when I was like 13, and it got to me. I don't know why. Yep, first movie that ever ruined me. First movie ever that just jacked me up. I watched all the, I, I, I watched all these other movies that had like, uh, you know, gore and stuff in it. But for some mm-hmm. reason, the simplicity of that black and white. Yep, made it scarier. That soullessness that the zombies had. Mm-hmm. It was just too like they looked like corpses. I mean, now right. you see zombies and it's like, oh, it's a deteriorating body. How oh, cool! That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think 
the movie that messed me up the most was the first Saw. Yeah, that one mm. jacked you up. I was over at a friend's house, and I didn't even like scary movies. That you were much. younger. You were younger yeah. too. Young. Yeah, yeah. that's a rough one to watch. They were like, young. "We got a scary movie," and they put it. You know, with, when you're all with your friends and there's girls there, you don't want to be like, mm-hmm. "Right, watch. right." So I just watched it, and it wasn't necessarily like. I just, just too never, twisted. I just never seen a movie that twisted, that gory, yep. and yep. I couldn't get it out of my head, and that's what freaked me out. I kept seeing the images, and mm-hmm. I told mom, my mom, I, you know, she. I was just, I was like, Mom, that, that movie was too bad. Like, I just can't. Had a little PTSD from it. She was, she was mm-hmm. mad. She's like, I'm going to call them and tell them that you, I can't believe they showed. Like, no, don't do that. I just, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And for days, for days, I couldn't get that crap out of my head. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about the puppet. And I was just scared to death that I was going to go to sleep and wake up in a little room. And there's going to be that puppet there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hunter, you want to play a game? <laughs> Chucky never did that to me, like the Chucky story. Uh, Is that my dog or your dog? Mine. I don't know. The uh, the Chucky movies weren't ever like super scary to me for some reason, maybe because it was more Hollywood. Yeah. But um, the movies that got me was Puppet Master back in the day. All never the saw old, that one. I don't the think the old Puppet Masters. Those are the ones that. I'm sure Ryan watched some of those, but yeah. Puppet Master was way scarier than Chucky, oh, man. for sure. Just super creepy. They had like a pinhead dude, one that was like supposed to be like hulking strong. They had one lady that would like, I don't even know what she, now, like she would have these slugs or something that would come out of her mouth, and she'd like throw them up on, on her victim. Yep, just. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And then they had the, the scariest one to me was the little cowboy guy. He wore all black was a skeleton, like a white skeleton face. And he had, like, blonde, really light blonde hair. And he had a little cowboy hat on. And he had a hook and a and a, and a, just a knife, like a blade. And he, he'd mm-hmm. slice people up. And God, they were game. puppets? Yeah, they were puppets yeah. that came to life. They puppets were, that were alive. They were demon-possessed. They, yeah, they were demon-possessed. And all of them had their own abilities. And they would team up and just take people out. Yeah. Man, that was scary. And it, it was, was classic old, like... Early '90s, late '80s horror, you know. It's, what makes it? What made that one scary though is you know you've seen the, those kind of puppets and dolls, dolls around at people's houses. Yep, yep. Just That's what creepy. made it like. <laughs> yep, yeah. Because Chucky had a definite watched, like. Oh. I never watched any of those movies, but even still, like uh, when I went up to work for Natalie's parents before we got married, I stayed in their guest room upstairs, and her mom had dolls out in there, and I had to put them all in the drawers. It's creepy. Put them yeah. all in the drawers. Especially those old, like, pale porcelain-looking ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They have the glass eyes that look real. I yeah. hate those. Mm-hmm. They weren't even those kind. They were just, like, a cloth at all. And I was like, mm. nah, still going in the drawer. Yep. You can't watch me while I sleep. <laughs> That's why that Annabelle movie is so popular, you know? Uh, yeah, there's just something about that. And then you had those stupid Furbies in the 90s. Yeah, those were pretty creepy. And my friends would have them, and they'd start going off in the middle of the night. You wanted to punt them out the window. <laughs> That's funny. Like, uh, scary well, stuff. Yeah, I didn't like Furbies either, but they were, I was much older by the time they were big. Right. But yeah, they still had kind of a creepiness. They kind of had more of a Teletubby look to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, it was more of a pedophile creep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so top four, top four. Here we go, guys. The final countdown, the top four. The final, the final countdown. countdown. 
Um, number four is a game we've talked about in the past. Uh, PT got mm. the number four spot, and it wasn't. I never, even I a never cool got to game. play that one. It was well, hey, just a demo. Clinton yeah. is Visage on this list. Um, I don't think it is. No, it wasn't in the top three. Okay. Mm. Wow. I don't know Surprise. why they didn't. Because I've heard it's of PT. It. Oh, PT is the one with the ghost standing behind you. That's that one. Yeah, maybe right. this yeah, yeah, yeah. list was made after Visage or something. I might mean, have before. been. Yeah, it might have been. You might be right on that. Yep, so PT gets the number four spot. This game, you can go that's in. That's crazy it's... for a game that's just a demo. Well, was get a, that high of a spot. It was a playable teaser for Silent Hill. But then they scrapped the idea, and they scrapped the game, and went on to other things, which is weird because it was so popular. Like, the demo itself was so popular. So... It's kind of like, uh, what could have been? What could have been? Uh, I wish that game would have come out for sure. A new Silent Hill. I would have been super pumped mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. We need to play Visage. It's ma- it's very similar. And I think it's made by the same people. Okay. Um, and so we need to get that played. If you guys think that Resident Evil is scary or any of the other games we played, then you guys, we're going to be screaming like little girls playing that. It's freaky. I yeah, mean, I'd be down. But have you seen the so Have you good. seen the full the full playthrough though? Because you're that guy. You'll watch a full game. No, played. I haven't. And then there's been a lot of downloadable stories on it already. Okay. So, okay. You know, if we have both of them, and I haven't watched the whole thing. I've watched the beginning, and I see, I've seen what the ghost lady looks like in it. And but okay. that's not gonna. No, that's not the one. Me and you watched a Markiplier play on, right? That one night where he's in the house. He's going through the yes, house. Yes, but we didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. We watched like okay. a little bit of it. Yeah, that one was pretty, pretty freaky. freaky. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. It only gets and the worse. graphics and the graphics were good in it too. Mm-hmm. Number we'll to check it out. Yeah, number three, another scary one that I've heard a lot of, never played, is Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. In this game, they say mm-hmm. everything in the game is scary because this um, this alien literally um, comes after you. You take on the role of Ripley's daughter, Amanda. Searching a uh, derelict space station for her mother, only to find the same beast she fought. You're constantly on guard uh, from from a, the cinematic AI of an alien hunter. Mm-hmm. So this means you're holding your breath as you narrowly avoid detection, uh, screaming in terror. If uh, you know it's coming I've after heard you, it's, uh, I've heard it's real yeah, good it's from the couple people I know that have played through. There's even points in the game where you're not even just running from the alien anymore. There's other things, too. Ooh, mm. nice. Okay. And there is no point in the game that you can actually fight the alien. If I, or maybe you do at the end, but not. it's not during the campaign, from what yeah, I understand. It's really about hiding and sneaking and Hiding and sneaking, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the AI, I, like those I, hear, kind of games. I hear the AI is very smart, too. Like, it, it adapts mm-hmm. and uh, changes. Yes. So it's not really, you're not playing the same game over and over again, mm-hmm. you mm. know. So, the fact that the AI itself is thinking, um, it's hard to memorize what to do against the alien. I remember, I watched PewDiePie play that game, and when he first started, there's a bunch of vents that you go, you can use vents to go around stuff, and so he was using all the vents, like just, he's like, this is how we're gonna get around them. And one time he went in the vents, and he was going down uh, a uh, crawl space, and it just starts coming at him in the vent. No. Oh, yeah, it's like good. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I'd so it, myself. it does learn. It, yeah, so it picks up on where you've been and starts looking mm-hmm. around there. Oh, 
That's so cool. Imagine that, guys. Uh, you know, I know we're almost uh, number two, but imagine that. The the smarter a we get at making AI, yeah, mm-hmm. a game that adapts to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you imagine that? What about a game? What about this? What about a game that's also recording you, right? Mm-hmm. And picking up on like your your facial signals and what about the game is most scary to you, and then adapting the game. Mm. You know, not just how you respond to the game, that. but you're real. Yeah, mm, that'd, that'd be, be freaking creepy. sweet. Be like Jeepers Creepers, and the more it can tell you're freaked out, the yeah, more it's the just like a, a, a fear mm-hmm. sensor. Mm-hmm. What if you had a fear sensor in the game, like it's sensing your own fear? Mm-hmm. That's Based what I mean. On, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, uh, like it could even have like a little heart rate monitor that you mm-hmm. strap on while you play the game, <laughs> and then a little camera that reads your body language. Yeah, that'd so you got to go hide and just like meditate, like. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, shh. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. a good idea. We have great ideas. It's too bad we're not geniuses. Yeah, sure. Yep. <laughs> we are geniuses. All we right. just need to find somebody with money. You ready mm-hmm. for top two, boys? I'm ready. See it. All right. Number two is Layers of Fear. Hmm. I've played that. Yeah? I have I'm not. surprised that that made it to number two. Yeah, that's what they considered number two. Now, of course, this is mm-hmm. Games Radar, so. Their opinions may differ, but they say most mm-hmm. games can make you jump. They can make you scream, but few can make you doubt yourself in real life. Layers of Fear initially appears very similar as you explore a spooky, creepy, and cavernous empty house. The gothic story unravels slowly as you play an unnamed artist returning home. It soon becomes clear. Um, yeah, it soon, it soon becomes clear. Uh, though that madness has overtaken the point, the painter, and it expresses itself in the unreliable narration of the physical world. Mm-hmm. Doors disappear and corridors warp um, hmm. just around the corner from you. Uh, the game rearranges itself in such a way to recreate the main character's madness that only a few hours in and you'll find yourself questioning everything. Was that desk on the side of the room last time you looked? Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> Add to that the nature yeah. of the protagonist's illness, an obsessional painting uh, made from less than savory materials, and you have one of the greatest horror games of all time, they say. It's mm. good. I, I, I will say it's good. I just don't... And there was parts in there that made me jump really bad, but it's one of those games that you don't fight or it's just a walkthrough game. And so that's Mm -hmm. what kind of surprised me, but they do a really good job. One of the best games I've ever played, like like you're talking about at switching stuff on you. And uh, like, for example, you can be walking down a corridor or a hallway and get to a door. You think you're supposed to go through and pull on it and it's locked. And when you turn around, it's a completely different room Mm. and you're like, how did that change so fast? How do they render that without me noticing anything? Yeah, that's really cool. There's no sound. There's nothing. You just turned around and it's different. Yeah, I like games like that. There's even a part where there's four, like you get stuck in a room and there's doors on every one and then you keep turning and the doors are disappearing and then they're reappearing. It's weird. Mm. They're really good at doing it. They did that to you on Batman VR, um, the Batman VR game. In the asylum one or something? Mm -hmm. Well, you end up, yeah, you end up at the end, you go to the asylum. And there's a room you go into and you start going mad and it shows you like different things. Like mm-hmm. it makes you turn around in the VR space and it changes things Ooh. on you. And there's some parts on there that are very scary, like jump scare, yeah. you know, 
So I know there's one where you're face to face with Killer Croc, and he's super scary mm-hmm. in that game in VR. So that was one of those I about threw my headset off on too because it was like, <laughs> whoa, I wasn't expecting it, you know. All right, so to end the list, guys. So the number one spot for Games Radar, the number one champion in hor- all of horror games for them, was <clears throat> Resident Evil Seven. Mm. They got the mm. number one spot. That's the VR one. Well, you can also play it, it non VR. Yeah, but you oh can... really? Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's got a good mix of crazy and and gory and just. It's got like a yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel, and at the same time, it's got the spiritual feel to it, and it's like mm-hmm. all over. I only got to play it a little bit with uh, with Clint, and I loved mm-hmm. it, but I never yeah, got back to the rest of it. you want to do is get out of that house and stuff in that game, dude. Yeah, it's. And it's you've not really played it in VR, right, Hunter? Like you've not really. Yeah, I did the demo that you have. Yeah. Where the Pla- girl grabs your face, and I almost punched Claire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, playing the game. Yeah. Um, is a whole because it's just I think the most effective thing I've ever played in in a game and this game did mm-hmm. it uh, is the main one of the main characters Jack the dad mm-hmm. um, comes after you and the thing about Jack is you can't really kill him you can knock him down but he ends up getting back up he's kind of what they did with Mr X almost he, mm-hmm. he comes looking for you right right and right hunts you down throughout the game and in VR they've made Jack so big. Like, he's so ominous. Um, I mean, when he's coming at you, it's like, you know, you freeze up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such an effective um, an effective game. And at in times sense. in this game, he just, like, busts through walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He can just bust through walls. Um, and then as the game goes, he becomes more and more crazy, and his mm-hmm. body starts changing, of course, like you would expect in a Resident Evil game. The storyline and the weird family and all that kind of stuff is all, it's just, that was very different for Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was definitely it. very really scary. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will say the ending to it and just all that is very, it's another one of those that takes a twist that you didn't think it would take. Right. In, in some areas. So, yeah, very effective, very good. And so I'm not, I'm not mad that they made number seven uh, a top spot, I think. The fact that they brought VR is a big deal. I think that should count for something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I will I will say to this day, number seven, Resident Evil 7 in VR is the scariest game I ever played in my life. Mm-hmm. I was legit scared. So um, I think you two would probably agree if you played it through. Yeah, I mean, the little bit that VR. I played it, definitely I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It was intense. Yeah. Yep. When you add that level of realism, like that poppiness mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. That 3D aspect to it, Ugh. and you just can't escape. Yeah. Now yeah. you're saying you're you're not mad that that's number one, but is there anything that you think should have at least been on their list of top twenty? Mm. Massage for sure. If it was made, well, yeah, list was made. Yeah. Depending um, on depending on, I think the list's fairly recent though. Um, a game that deserves to be on the list that didn't make. It, it sounds like this massage game should be just from the way Hunter's described it. Yeah. And it might be that game's not completed, so maybe that's why. Like, isn't it still kind of in beta? Right, Hunter? Last time we looked at it, wasn't it still in beta at the time? No, well, I don't think it was in beta. I don't know. Maybe it was. Because I thought it was still kind of early access, like they were still going to release some stuff in it. Yeah. Like they hadn't released the full Um, story. So that might be why it's not on the list. The Evil Within was kind of a scary game. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it up there in the top ten, but <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm sure the Dark Souls games are pretty scary. Um, I played a little bit of those before, and those can be pretty. They're scary, yeah. but for the element of you're gonna, if you die, you lose everything. The indie I've, game uh, Slenderman. I think that should have been on there. Mm-hmm. See, I've never played like even just right now. We're playing Dead by Daylight. I think that's. I mean, I haven't played every game on that list. Dead by Daylight's intense, bro. I mean, it's <laughs> like I feel like that game should be in there mm-hmm. for its own for its own style. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's definitely one of the top games for me yeah. that I've played as for intensity and scary. Um, well, and, and I think I, I think on that they narrowed down story driven. I think they just did like single player right. scary is what it seemed like. Right. So maybe you can't really include uh, Left 4 Dead either because that one I can't leave off a list. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Now, now we're talking Left 4 Dead one, obviously, yeah. not two. But uh, two, Left 4 two. Dead one, the intensity of the tank. I I don't know that if I had had ever experienced anything prior to that mm-hmm. that was as intense as trying to be a tank on expert. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just intense. Silent Hill 4, I think, should have been on there. Yeah? Yeah. It's another one. one where you're locked in the apartment room. Yeah. Anything out of that's not already in a series? Yeah, anything out of a series. That's the only two that jumped out to me. The Uh, one you mentioned in that one. Yeah. Slender Man. That's not a series, but... Yeah. Even Friday but the 13th had its own scariness to it. In the you're right. They didn't include any of that style. So maybe mm-hmm. you're right. Maybe it's not co-op and that style. Yeah, it's just story yeah. games. Just yep. you by yourself in a room playing the game. Right. Yeah. But just so you guys know, those room. are not the only scary games that exist. Oh, yeah. Dead by yeah. Daylight. You know what I mean? Slender mm-hmm. Man. These other kind of games like Friday the 13th. They're, they're a new genre, but mm-hmm. uh, I've even seen. Games. I've even seen the... Um, the Bigfoot game that I've been uh, telling you guys I want to try one of these days. Mm-hmm. I've seen it, and it looks scary, even though it's an indie game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the idea of being out in the snow at night with this, you know, snow, this Bigfoot that's coming after you, that sounds pretty scary. <laughs> like, it's definitely got its, uh, you know, its right. jumps to it. But yeah, I think that overall covers it. Um, something me and Hunter had talked about while you were away earlier, Ryan. Uh, to close out the show, we had the idea of going around the room, or going around the stream, and um, saying, uh, basically admitting what scares you, effectively. Maybe not in a game, but in general. Mm-hmm. And it can't be anything cheesy like losing your kids or anything like that. It's got to be something that's like, right. legitimate, scares you. Right. Um, so since Hunter came up with the suggestion, we'll let him go first. Well, um, that way Ryan can collect his thoughts. <laughs> I think uh, two of mine are two different things. What scares me in general and what scares me in video games is is different. But I think one of the scariest things I've seen in video games, and you guys might laugh at me out there, is not even in horror games, is water levels. And <laughs> like when you're submerged in water in some of these mm-hmm. games and it's such a vast area, I, my mind wanders. I think if I keep going, mm-hmm. something's going to pop up in the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of examples of what got me when I was a kid or younger was the Mario level in uh, I forget which Mario that was but it's the 3D one where you're in the castle mm-hmm. and you go 64. into the picture frames mm-hmm. there's the water level you go down in the water and then there's that huge eel red eel thing that comes out oh, yeah. freaked me out dude I, <laughs> it freaked me out so bad and then 
Another one was Tomb Raider Two. Yeah, I think there's a ship level where you're under the water, and you're under it's you're under the water, but it's black. It's like you're just mm. down way deep. It's just black, and there's this huge shark chasing you. Freaked me out. Hated it. <laughs> um, and then one of the new Tomb Raiders, uh, you you. I'm guessing Bioshock's with, not your favorite game. No, Bioshock's freaky too. But you, you know, um. One of the thing, the one of the freakiest ones that I again had to have Chase do for me, my brother, because I couldn't do it, mm-hmm. is one of the newer Tomb Raiders. I think it was Tomb Raider Underworld. I don't remember, but it's one of the newer ones, uh, okay. not like brand new, but not back super old PS two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, you start the game and you're out on this little yacht boat in the middle of the ocean. There's no, <laughs> there's no island in sight. There's nothing. I'm like. What are you supposed to do? Trying to start the boat. You can't start the boat. So then I figure out the only thing you can do is go down. Uh, so you jump in the water and you just start swimming down. And you can't see anything. It's just blue. Blue, blue, blue. <laughs> and I was freaked out. I was like, Chase, you're going to have to do this. I had a remote. So he starts swimming down. But uh, anyways, nothing huge down at the bottom except there's a little tomb down there that has a huge octopus in it. But um, yeah, so water levels freak me out. And then my weird fear that I have in real life is that there's something watching me and I can't see it. Like like that movie we watched the other day, Clinton, where that old lady was up in the corner looking at her son. Oh, yeah. That stuff uh, freaks me out. What was out. that movie called? Oh, yeah. Heritage or... Heritage or, or Hereditary. Like Hereditary. Hereditary, yeah. Was yeah, I, was, I wish I would have never watched that movie. That, that the one creeped demonic. you out for a couple of days, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so um, that's just like walking into a room and something's there watching me and I don't know it's there and then I realize it's looking at me that stuff that uh, just weird thought and you know that's the spook stuff right there for okay. me nice I can't blame you on some of that I think some of the water stuff kind of bugs me I always had issues with water stuff a little bit um, but I don't think it was my biggest fear in gaming anytime I came across like kids like um, not even kids like just the creepy like long hair ghostly mm-hmm. woman you know like banshee mm-hmm. looking stuff anything that kind of contorts and moves weird and like comes running at you shaky any of that kind of stuff um, yeah. gives me the willies just oh get away from me yeah um that standard demonic girl yeah yeah, yeah. not so much grudge like the grudge chick for some reason never got me it's right. the ones that can stand up and I don't know kind of jitter and all that I know what you're talking yeah, about yeah like this. yeah, yeah like, but that can come after you really fast like yeah. the exorcist movie the girl in that was legitimately scary as you know growing up because mm-hmm. she kind of had that there's a hidden scene that people probably don't know uh, it was well, not hidden it's a deleted scene where they had her walk down the steps like a spider like backwards mm-hmm. and kind of like you know putting her tongue out like a spider and i saw that scene i was like whoa that should have been in the movie that was super scary like way way scarier than some of the stuff they did but so that that's probably one in real life as far as scariness goes like things i'm scared of uh is heights really get me like if i was up on something to where i feel like i could just fall off i'd flip so like one time i went with ryan out to this place and we climbed (laughs) this mountain and i about lost it and he ran into a uh, hot, like a beehive area. All these bees mm-hmm. were all over him. So Ryan's allergic to bees, and he just takes off, just freaks out, just running, just runs off and leaves me. We're already halfway up this mountain, mm-hmm. hiking. And when I say mountain, 
Hunter, I mean, we're on the side, like we're doing like Mission Impossible. Yeah. Like, kind of scooching over. Like if I fall, I, yeah. I could definitely die it's from got it. Cliff edges and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could definitely die from it. Or if I fell, I'm definitely going to be injured badly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. I don't even know why I went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I bees. Together. The bees. <laughs> so mine was a little boring on the real life scare. Ryan, what you got, Bubba? Uh, in games, it's not the jump scare. It's the, I think my favorite part of games is the, uh, I would say it's, I would call it an immersive scare. Mm-hmm. It's like when it gets really intense, when it's like the music and the sounds and all that, like I know something's right there. Mm-hmm. I know there could be a jump scare or it could just get real crazy here in just a second. It's that building. That's actually the scarier part for me. Not mm-hmm. usually the result. It's that intense building mm-hmm. is like the one that gets me in games. And it's like, just mm-hmm. end this already. So do you like it when they move things around on you and you know, kind of mess with your equilibrium a little bit in the dark in games like in that? The, in, uh, I think that's, I like that. That's like, fun. Like it's remember on Condemned thing. how they would move those mannequins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of ways. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then it freaked you out because you thought it was someone, and then it wasn't. But then eventually, you know. Yeah, so it it builds the eeriness. Right. I like that kind of stuff. So it's kind of the deep-layered stuff that scares me the most in games. Not that the intense, you know, when I'm actually getting chased and all that isn't scary, too. But it's probably not the thing that sticks with me. You like the build-up. The release is like, oh, you can at least breathe. You know, it's after you. Right, right, right. Yeah. You can just do the, ah, just run and, you know. Yeah. In real life. It's like I'm just running. Yeah. In real life, I'm not scared of anything. Wow, he's that guy. It was I mean, the, I'm just, it was the answer you said not to use, Clinton. What the I race? know. No, you said we can't just say, you know, something cheesy. Oh, okay. Blah blah. blah. Which I think Clinton was just cheesy too. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, I mean, I'm. I was obviously... like going deep in my fears, like when I right. started getting real wigged out. No, you, know, you said you don't like it when you it. think someone's watching you. No, I'm. But I feel like something's always stuff, watching. Not me. like a man. Watching me in my room. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Spiritual, like. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like stuff that's not really there and it's never going to be from the movies, but I start playing in my head sometimes. Right. I'm like, "Mm." Now, there has been a couple times where, like I mentioned. I've spooked myself in real life on stuff like that. Not too long ago when we got got lost in the woods. You know what I mean? I had shared with you guys. That, you know, that's like, I'm being real. I'm not trying to be Mr. Tough Guy. That was like one of the few times in my life that I was kind of like had the little bit of that heebie-jeebie, like what are we going to do? It, I guess so that, maybe that scares me, that thought of... Getting disoriented and having yeah, loss could, of control? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So, which is very rare. I don't like it. And so I would say that scares me. Um, and there was a time like that where I was swimming and couldn't oh, yeah. swim anymore. You were there you, and I thought I was Kenneth. dead. I think it was you and yep. Kenneth, wasn't it? Yep, and obviously that was scary because I thought we might be dead. They, yeah, they swam um, down the lake or what? They swam downstream on a river. No, we didn't swim we downstream. The current took us downstream oh, okay. as we were swimming. Yeah. But, they, they were going to swim against the current, I guess is what was going on, right? You were going to see who could... We were just trying to cross the, the river. No, just cross it. And it was <laughs> just way wider than we thought, yeah. And we were all there. We were all in the bank. His dad was there with us. We thought they yeah, were out there the, playing. <laughs> we did but not by the know time anybody knew anything, well, we were too far away. By the time we swam across, we were way down river, so nobody could hear us or see us. Yeah. So, so we yelling. couldn't get back. We couldn't get back. We almost died. It was crazy. 
Didn't you say you I thought we were dead. each other? You're just like, you yep. just kind of did the I love you, bro. Yeah, we did. We said our goodbyes. I mean, it was over. It wasn't a joke. Wow. It was, How did you it was get serious. out of that situation? We just, we were completely out of energy. We were at the point of we couldn't swim anymore. So we're just kind of like floating on our side and maybe like one stroke. And then every once in a while, try to go see if you could touch again. You know what I mean? And every time we'd go to touch, we'd go under. And then you're choking. You you're come freaking up, out even more. And yeah. you're scared even more. And so finally it was like, this is it. And then I remember I went under and I touched. And I came up and was like, I touched. He was like, he went in and it was like life came back into us. It, <laughs> it was, was like crazy. a last ditch effort to survive. Yeah. Right. What's but, weird uh, is what's weird is you guys didn't come back up and tell us. Like, like. Yes, we remember, did. I don't remember you coming you back and just is... being freaked out though. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you now. Yeah, I came back and told my dad, "Hey, we were dead. We thought we were gone." Yeah. So oh, yeah. you were in the middle of the river. You weren't by the side. No. Right. Yeah. So that's why you couldn't swim to the side anymore. You were just done and tired right. in the middle right. of the river. Yeah, exactly. Because they were already trying to swim against while, while going further downstream away from anybody who could possibly save us. Right, because that was the whole deal. They were having to go upstream to get to us. Right. Because right, they, they were just trying to get us so someone could come out and help them. If you're in a well, we were, just, we were just trying to get to where we could touch. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They tell you if you're really struggling to swim downstream but to the side. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't swim against the current. We were just mm. drifting okay. and then just trying out. to swim to the bank. Drift and try to okay. swim to the bank. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. Sorry. The genuineness. The genuineness of Ryan Maddox. He's not scared of a thing <laughs> and never will be. Except drowning. Man of, man of iron. I'm not scared of drowning, even after yeah. almost dying. Oh, I still no love way. the water. I would I love the water, too, but I'm. that's a fear of mine is drowning. Uh, that would be a bad fear. It's rough. Well, guys, it was an awesome little Halloween episode. It was different. I uh, hope you guys liked this special format, which was us just talking Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. Had a blast doing it. Um, won't be the last of our Halloween stuff until after, you know, the Halloween day. So, Oh, yeah. If you got any ideas or want to hear anything extra, let us know. Uh, with that said. Stay delirious. Stay dadding. And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.